Hey, what's up, you all? It's your girl, Quan, and welcome back to the Popcorn Podcast. So, on today's episode, I decided to add some seasoning into my podcast. I got a special guest. She goes by the name of Bria. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Bria, reporting live from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Dallas, Texas. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm Quan, Popcorn reporting from Atlanta, Georgia, I guess I could say. So on today's episode, it is based upon, do you think college is worth it? So everyone knows that me and Bria both went to college together. If you don't know, Bria is one of my good friends. Um, We went to college together. And so I just was, you know, talking to her about exactly, do you think college is worth it? Do you think, you know, was it worth it to us? So we just decided that we're going to discuss this topic, you all. So I hope you're ready. Grab your popcorn and let's pop on it. So you all, is college worth it? I'm going to talk about my experience as well as Bria's going to talk about her experience. So when I first went off to college, um, I did not want to go to college at all. Did not. Didn't see the reasoning behind college because everyone in my family did not go to college. I was the first generation college student within my family. No one went to college. Everybody barely made it out of high school within my family. What about you, Bria? I wasn't the first to go to college in my family. Um, Everybody, well, as far as adult-wise and all my aunts and uncles, they all went to college. But um, as far as me being the second in my, like, out of all the grandkids, I didn't want to go to college because I want what I wanted to do, I didn't feel like it was necessary for me to go to college. I wanted to go to trading school. Like, I have a passion for baking, so I wanted to go to a culinary arts school. But my parents and family, that was out of the ordinary for them. So they were like, no, you need to go to school and get a real degree so you can get a real job because they didn't believe or feel as though me pursuing my dream to become a culinary artist was a real career path where I could be successful in. So I ended up having to go to college because wow. I listened to them. That's crazy. Um, well, with me with college, again, I was first generation. My mom didn't go. I was literally going to school when I went when I went to Fort Valley. I remember my first semester there. I wanted to drop out immediately. I didn't want to go because I was just like, "What is this? What is this going to do for me? It's going to build character. What is it going to do? I'm wasting my money." At the time, I mean, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, "I'm wasting my time here. I don't want to be here. I don't see the reasoning behind it." Even though at 18, 19, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Unlike you, you had a passion. I didn't really have a passion yet. Anything I was passionate about. I just knew I like doing the makeup and having my hair done all the time. And that's really what I had passion behind, if that makes sense. So when I went down there, it was not what I expected. I did listen to my parents as well because, you know, they didn't get the college experience. They didn't get to see it. But overall, I didn't think it was worth it when my three years there. Even though, you know, you were in school, you transferred from school to different schools. Did you see the, the like actually needed to be in school did you see like the need that you needed to go to a university or get that college experience i mean as far as like the networking aspect the people that i met and having the opportunity to join organizations that we're currently in now yeah that was beneficial 
but like what we went to school for which is broadcasting um Mm -hmm. well we went for media studies but you got yours (laughs) in public relations and i got mine in broadcasting and video production we honestly could have learned that on our own through online courses and stuff like that opposed to wasting all this money that we did taking out loans from the government and having to pay them back and be in debt like we are now yeah i definitely do agree I actually did graduate with um, broadcasting, Bria. I didn't think you knew that. Oh, I graduated. Yes, I did. I changed it. Um, my senior year, I changed it from PR to um, broadcasting. I graduated with broadcasting. Oh, but yeah, we definitely could have learned all the material that they quote unquote taught us at the university. I did not see any need to that. I could have learned that on YouTube University. I say that all the time. And honestly, and- we also we just we didn't have the best opportunity at the time because our like the our building that we were assigned to be in was closed majority of our college career so we never got the opportunity to work on the equipment that we needed to in order to enhance our skills we had to go outside of our university and actually find and gain the experience necessary for us to thrive and succeed in our career field I agree because I know one thing that the university we went to, it basically, it brought out the hustle in us. Even though we didn't have the needs and everything that we needed to succeed like other universities. Because if you go to Columbia University, they're known for broadcasting. They're known for journalism. And it's like when you go to our university, we were not known for that. And we didn't have everything we needed. The equipment was very not there. And then, you know, some of the professors as well, too, they were not hip to what we needed to learn. So we basically, we kind of, it really was a self-taught. Yeah. Really, it really was. I hate to say that. Because all the stuff that we know now, and now being like a business owner, I learned all this off of YouTube or networking opportunities. And we, like college, it will teach you how to network. One thing it will teach you is how to network and how to dress professionally. Right. You be woo-wee. Lord knows you need networking to survive in this world. If you don't need nothing else, you need to learn how to network. Because that'll take you to levels and places you ain't never thought you was going to be in. I agree with that. Because I know, like, me personally, I'm not the type of person. Bria, if everyone knows Bria, I call Bria the GOAT. Bria's the GOAT because Bria knows everybody. Bria is Karen Civil. If y'all are not exactly <laughs> familiar who that is, that's Bria. She just don't have everything she needs yet. But I promise you, Bria knows every single body and can get you something that you need. I mean, you I try to help the best way I can, you know? <laughs> Man, Bria, I don't care what anybody say. If your leg broke, Bria gonna know the doctor or something. <laughs> she gonna know the doctor that's gonna help you. Or she gonna know the nurse that works up there that can assist you with the doctor. Honey, you get married, Bria gonna know the pastor. Or she gonna know the minister. Somebody. She gonna know somebody. But she's gonna assist. And when I say this, it's like Bria showed me how to network. You can have the most simplest conversation with a person. And, you know, like, you don't even know who they are. And you potentially learn who they are. And then you might be like, oh, wow, this is Rockefeller's granddaughter from years ago. You know, like, wow, this is crazy. That's what type of that's what type of networking is because I'll just sit there and I don't know you. I'm not gonna have conversation. That's always how I've been. I've been very reserved. If I personally don't know you, I watch you first and then I interact with you. Bria, on the other hand, 
I think you are just very, just a networking person. You're going to communicate with them at any point. You can see they got on Crocs and they got a heart shape on their Crocs. You're going to make a conversation off of that. Am I wrong? Well, honestly, believe it or not, I was not always like this. Like, I was always the person that was quiet. I was shy. I never wanted to talk to anybody. But being in the career field of broadcasting and communications in general like you can't do that like you can't be the person that's quiet you can't be the person that stays in the background you have to be the person that takes advantage of the opportunity and just put yourself out there because every time that you're quiet or you don't say anything to somebody or at least try to acknowledge somebody in the room you're missing out on the opportunity I agree with that. I never thought of it in that aspect because, you know, even though I am a broadcasting, I graduated with broadcasting, I, you know, I've just been always reserved. And that is a great point and a great takeaway for people to learn. You know, just because you're in a room with people you don't know, sometimes it's just best to be that person that stands out. And that's, am I getting that correct? It's always good to just stand out or just have that natural conversation. Yeah. Or, I mean, even if you don't know somebody, like you said, you are a person that just kind of first stands back and observe, checks out the scene, try to catch the vibe, and then approach the situation. And that's cool, too. You can do that, but don't just go anywhere and not say anything to nobody. Like, if you go, I don't know, let's say you go to a social event with a group of friends, and all your friends know people at the event, but you don't know nobody. So you decide, okay, I'm just not going to say nothing until somebody approached me. No, get out there and say something to somebody. If you see a girl and you might like her hair, just tell her, hey, I like your hair. And that'll start a conversation. If you see a girl and you like her nails, say, hey, I like your nails. Or if you see a guy and you like how he dressed, compliment on how he dressed. And that'll start a conversation. Little things can start conversations and lead to places that you had no idea or intentions of even going to. You're right on that one. Never thought of that. Never, never. Me personally, I keep my compliments to myself sometimes because sometimes my compliments to guys, they go from not trying to flirt with you to by the time he done it, he's trying to get my number. He ain't even trying to hear about no business aspect. He's looking at me like, oh, I like her. She looks good. And she got a little conversation on her. No, let's look at this as business aspect, buddy. You know, it's, it's just totally different for me. But we're straying away from the things that you need to know within college. So networking is a great, great, great tool that college did teach me. Me personally, another thing that it taught me was how to dress. I don't know about you, Bria, but when I first came to college, baby, I was crop top shawty all day <laughs> long. I wore nothing but crop tops. Showed my belly ring, everything like that. Wore my little short shorts. I'm telling you, I did not know how to dress professionally at all. I remember going to, what was that, Dress for Success? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was school. Wednesdays? Yeah, it was Wednesdays. Yeah. I remember going there and, honey, I didn't have no black, no no navy or no gray. Oh, everything you was, was bright cool with all the colors. <laughs> yes, I had all the colors. I didn't even know what a professional heel was. Five inches and higher. That was me. And I'm just like, oh, this is what you're supposed to wear. I thought that was what you're supposed to wear. Long ghetto nails. That was me. Like, I don't know about you. Was it hard for you to learn how to dress professionally when you got to college? Or did you already know this? Um, I had an idea of how to dress professionally. Because, like I said, um, uh, 
dang near everybody in my family went to school. And a lot of them were either science majors or they did something where it was like community outreach in some manner. So in those aspects, you kind of can't dress like in sweats or crop tops or things like that. Like you always have to be professional because you're in an office setting or in a laboratory or something of that nature. So growing up, that's all I saw was business business professional dress and attire. So when it was my go at it or when they told us in school, okay, you got to dress business professional, business casual. It was like, okay, here we go with this. I never liked it. Now, don't get me wrong. That... I never liked it. Um, I still don't really like to dress up, but I know for certain situations, you got to do what you got to do because I'm quick to throw in some Crocs and some sweatpants and call it a day. Like, true, true. Some Crocs are coming. Man, what? If y'all ain't got a pair of Crocs, y'all need to go get some because, hey, get my girl an endorsement because <laughs> I got two pair of Crocs now. Right. My third pair on the way. <laughs> got it. I got me two pair. But it was really hard for me to learn how to dress. And I think towards the my junior year, I really learned how to dress professionally. My freshman year completely, I had no professional clothing. I was in no organizations, nothing of that nature. My parents, you know, I'm not going to say they didn't prep me for stuff like that. I just didn't know that I needed to dress professionally for college. I just knew I was going for, I was just going to school. Right. Like, I mean, high school, you know, high school, they try, try to tell you, fingertip lips, skirts, and no crop tops, and all this. I was small, petite. I could get away with anything possible. Yeah. I got away with so much stuff, and I'm just like, I can wear whatever I want to wear. And now, it's like, it's crazy. When I get, get to this school, I'm over here, I have to learn who that I need to network with, and you see exactly how to dress. I was just like, seeing like, okay, maybe this not for me. And overall, me personally, as a person, I started to look at it at my towards my senior year. We're, we're gearing to, towards my senior year. I'm about to graduate now. I'm looking at like, dang, I'm about to graduate and get into the real world. I have absolutely no experience. Absolutely no experience. This is what I want everyone who's listening to this podcast. If you're currently enrolled in a university in undergraduate, please do an internship. Do so many internships you cannot. You have an option to pick for your internships. Do Get some real world experience. I messed up so bad because I didn't know anything about internships. Again, I'm a first year generation, um, first generation college student. I don't know. I'm going with emotions. People are telling me what to do. Instead of people are telling me what to do, I'm like, oh, this is how you do this? This is what you do? I'm catching on to things late. Even though I'm catching on to things late, I still didn't apply myself to how I need to. You got to hold yourself you have to hold yourself responsible for some of the things of your outcomes. So, I didn't do any internships while I was an undergrad. So that set me back in the real world. What about you, Bria? Did you do any like internships while you were in undergrad? No, they had an internship through my mom's job. So literally every summer I had a job with the city of Atlanta. And but I mean, I feel like it was beneficial. And I also had internships while I was in school. Because again, networking came into play. I had like 50 million jobs while I was in school. And each job I, I agree. I tried to find a way or an opportunity where I saw 
okay i see you in this position you probably can help me do this so let me talk to you a little bit let you understand my situation and maybe you can help me get to where i need to go and one day i was working for this company i'm not gonna say their name but my boss like really thought highly of me and he helped me get an internship with one of the local universities in uh what is it uh making that area and it was with a big company and i was really happy about that because i was actually doing something that i enjoyed i didn't know it was something that i was interested in until i got the opportunity and i'm forever grateful for it and also like me being in broadcasting and just communications in general i don't know if your audience knows but it's a lot of things you can do in communications you got public relations you got video production photography radio Mm -hmm. like it's so many things and for you to just be a person to go into college and you don't know what you want and then you just pick okay well i'm gonna be a communications major okay well what you want to do a concentration in and you're like what what are my options and then they so and you like "Mm, i don't know if i like any of this stuff so for situations like that what i did was i made it my mission if not every summer at least half the semester i was doing an internship an internship in one of those fields so i know by the time i graduated okay well i don't like radio so i'm not gonna do this or I don't like video production, so I'm not going to do this. Or I don't like photography, so I'm not going to do this. Well, I tried journalism. I like this, so I might need to hold on to this. So from that, you can kind of get your feel of what your interest is or what you like or what you don't like. Because what you don't want is you go through your whole four years of school and you get out here and it's time to apply to jobs. And you like, okay, well... What jobs am I supposed to apply to? Because I don't know what I'm doing. I just know I got this degree. It's supposed to make me money. Mm-hmm. That's how I honestly felt personally like me. Even though, you know, I did do an internship through my university at the time. But I didn't have... I didn't do what I needed to be... That needed to be done, excuse me. Because it was just... It, it was kind of confusing to me. And then I was graduating a year early. Yeah, you graduated a year I, early. Yeah, I graduated an entire year early. So I found out I was graduating. It was January. I found out in March I was graduating in May. So I'm like playing literally like playing catch up. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what's next for me outside that door. I'm like, okay, I just got to take that deep breath, jump out here and do what I got to do. It was so hard for me to, like, keep a job, trying to do a job. You know, I'm like, bro, I cannot do this. And not mention, when we graduated, they was playing monkey in the middle with who was going to get that degree that year and who wasn't. Because they was sending people to the office to have evaluations as to whether or not you was going to graduate that year, like, at the very last minute. You would have turned in your paperwork to approve you for graduation and everything. But if you didn't have that evaluation with your uh, counselor... You ain't graduating yet. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, they did play. They played us. And, you know, like me personally, when they called me in there, I was really shocked that I was graduating. I thought I was graduating in December. I knew I had a whole nother semester left in me, two semesters, because I was going to summer school. 
I was like, I ain't, I'm not graduating this semester. Next thing you know, I go in there. I'm like, you're graduating. It's March. I'm like, I'm graduating when? They're like, May. I'm like, whoa, I'm not ready. I have no internship opportunities. I literally worked my whole entire three years in being in school. That was my third year being in school. So I didn't have that experience. And I was like really kind of messed up then. So when I go into jobs, they looking at, okay, you got a bachelor's degree, but where's your experience within your bachelor's degree? You're a broadcasting major, but you have no experience in broadcasting. All you have is sales or you worked at a fast food joint while you were in school just to make ends meet and stuff like that. They're just looking at us like it was crazy. But in my head, I'm like, I have this bachelor's degree. Society tells me if you have this bachelor's degree, you get paid X amount of money. But in reality, that's not the truth. It's not. It's not the truth. You you just up from people. You are just a tad bit up from people who got a, a GED or a, a, grad, a, a diploma. You just a tad bit up from them. But you still get paid the same. And honestly, same. in today's time, a bachelor's degree don't mean nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. The high school all over again. It really is because I was sitting there. I'm looking crazy. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm supposed to be getting paid at least thirty thousand a year in the state of Georgia, but they're looking at me like, oh, you have no experience or you have no certificates or certifications. So why should we pay you this X amount of money? Then you're thinking that you're supposed to. I thought I was supposed to get a management role immediately once I got out of school. Shows that I have, you know, some type of leadership by, you know, taking the initiative to go out here and jump and get me a four year degree within three years. Did all these organizations, join these organizations, you know, was being consistent with a job. I'm thinking immediately, hey, I'm, I'm signing up for a management position. Nope, can't get that. And I thought another thing that was crazy to me, Bria, I know. Um, everyone, I don't know if everyone knows this, but Bria is a business owner as well. And it goes back to me, and I and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, it's crazy how we as young people can go to college and put ourselves put ourselves in all this debt, but we can't get a business loan at the age of 18. You want to see me? You can you gonna give me that business loan after? I have took out twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth of loan and student loans. You're gonna now give me that ten thousand business, ten thousand dollar business loan that I was needing to possibly start my career if I wanted to do that. Now, if I could go back, you know what I would have done differently if I could actually go back to when I was in my freshman year in school. I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I would have actually took my refund and flipped it. Man, I would have known better. I probably would have took my refund and put it in a. Uh, every time I got a refund, or at least half of it, I would have put half of it in a Roth IRA and just let it grow. Because what yeah, I know I about Roth IRAs now, I wish I would have known before I went to school. Because I probably would have been halfway there to becoming a millionaire. <laughs> Look, 30, if a lot of people don't know what that is, explain it to them. Okay, kids. so pretty much a Roth IRA is an account that you set up. And, well, it's an account, but it's also classified as a portfolio. And it's a portfolio full of stocks. And what you do is invest a certain amount into it. And you just make that set amount come out of your account annually, whether you want it to be monthly at a certain date 
or bi-weekly based on your pay period or what it's going to come out consistently and just keep building in this portfolio and at the end of each year it fluctuates based on the stock market so if the stock market goes down then they're going to decrease the amount that they're putting in towards the stock market if it's going up they're going to add more money into it so your money can grow so by the time oh and it's not um tax insinuated so by the time you pull it out it's wow not gonna have little to no tax taken out on it that's great so i hope y'all all listen to what bria said bria taught me something too bria is the goat as i would always say bria is the goat she definitely knows everything that i would say honestly personally bria do you really think college is worth it for our degree field, definitely not. Because I feel like yeah. we're no. in the field of arts and digital arts at that. So we definitely could have just made a way and used the resources available mm-hmm. online to enhance our skills and get a job that we needed. Because a bachelor's degree is not worth much of nothing now. And it's starting to turn into a master's degree. Ain't finna be nothing soon. Yep, we're going to need a PhD. And I'm not going back to school unless I get an um, honorary doctorate degree. That's it. This is it for me, baby. It's it for me. I just personally, I don't agree. I agree with everything you're saying. I don't think it's worth it. I would, if I would have to go back and, you know, I wouldn't push it on my kids so heavily. When I have children, if they want to go to school, I'm going to write down a list of things that I think they should go to school for. Not don't go to school for something you like. Go to school for something you're going to make some money for it. Like, that's like if you go to a nine to five. Nine to ten, you really don't like your nine to five. You really don't like it. But your six to ten is your right. dreams. You're sitting here making that nine to five is helping you invest into your your six to ten. And your six to ten is going to get you where you want to. Because my personality is not meant for me at a nine to five. Bria's personality is not meant for her at a nine to five. Her art, like how creative she is. If you personally don't know Bria, you just, you need to get to know her. I'm telling you, this is the next Karen Silver. And I can't wait to sit here and say, dang, man, that's crazy. Bria's my friend. I've been said that she's that girl. Like, she's that girl. But I just... As of now, I've learned so much. And if I could go back and be that young Quan that I was, I would have just said, no, I don't want to go to school. I would have stood up for myself and said, I don't want to go to school. I would have dropped out. I would have took, if I would have got a refund that semester, I would have dropped out, took that refund, and I would have flipped it, invested in some stocks, invested in my business, do something I wanted to do. It could have been hair, makeup, anything. Now we're here. We're, t- we're, we're in our late 20s. I mean, we ain't in our late. We're in our mid. We're in our mid twenties, y'all. You know, like a little mid twenties. But we 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 now catching on to like what's hip, like what it is, and we're doing everything that makes us happy versus how making everybody else happy. And I think that's what the average eighteen year old, nineteen year old. I feel like they're trying to please. We're still trying to please our parents, so we're just gonna do as they would say because they have brought us so far. Why not just, you know, continue to listen to them and, you know, let them bring us there? Do you agree oh, with yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm definitely going to agree with you there. Um, for anybody that is just graduating high school or is about to graduate high school soon and is listening to this, weigh all your options. Um, I'm not saying that your parents are wrong, 
But when you go to school or if you decide to go to school or whatever you decide to do um, after you get out of high school and you feel like college may be your next step in your life, where are your options? If you're going to go to school, you need to ask yourself before you even consider going to school, can I figure out how to do this online? Can I gain a certification off of this online for little to no cost versus me taking out loans to go to school and if the answer is yes don't go to school i feel like people that go to school you're either going to school for a science and even then it really just kind of depends on what kind of science if you go into metal if you want to be in the medical field yeah you definitely need to go to school if you want to be a lawyer yeah you definitely need to go to school but if you're trying to go to school for something like we did or if you trying to go to school for coding, like even coding, you don't have to go to school for it anymore. You can learn that skill online. And it's so many free opportunities and programs. It's ridiculous. You don't have to waste your money or take out all these loans and get in debt for no reason. And by the time you get out, you trying to figure out, okay, what job can I get with this sheet of paper that they gave me that's supposed to get me a job, but now I can't find no job? That was definitely impactful. I agree with that. Y'all, so I hope y'all enjoyed this actual podcast episode. If you like Bria, leave her some comments. Hit me up on the Grammy Gram. Make sure you tune in to the next Popcorn Podcast episode, and we'll see you Bye, then, y'all. Bye, y'all.